Praise the Lord, church. Praise the Lord, church. Anybody happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Hallelujah. Can we stand to our feet? Can we put our hands together? Hallelujah. So grateful for what the Lord is doing as we continue to wind down our last couple of Sundays here in the firehouse. We want to continue to give God praise. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. How many know we serve a mighty God? Hallelujah. Anybody serve a mighty God? Hallelujah. We bless your name, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. How about we clap our hands this morning? We bless your name. I can't hear your hands. Sing, Lord, you're mighty. 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 Sing, Lord, you're mighty. 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 Sing, Oh Lord. Oh Lord, how excellent is your name. Sing, you said, you said, your glory above the heaven and the earth. When I think, when I think of all you made, the sun, the moon, and the stars. Sing, no praise, no praise is high enough. Express how great you are. What a mighty, what a mighty God we serve. Mighty God we serve. Bring it up, see angels, angels bow before the mighty God. What a mighty, what a mighty God we serve. Mighty God we serve. Heaven, 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 the door, the mighty God, the mighty God we serve. Everybody clap your hands, say, sing, Lord, you're mighty. Lord, you're mighty. Say, Lord, you're mighty. Lord, Say, Lord, you're mighty. Say, Lord, you're mighty. Say, Lord, you're mighty. Say, Lord, you're mighty. Lord, you're mighty. Say, Lord, you're mighty. Sing, O Lord. O Lord, how Sun, the moon, and the stars. 
We thank you for keeping us, oh God, for providing for us, for making ways when there seems to be no ways, for opening up doors for us, Lord God. As we hear this morning, Lord God, we touch and agree for every person to raise their hands this morning, whatever going on in their body, Lord. We ask you to touch them from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, Lord God. We ask you to touch our online congregation this morning. Oh God, bless those this morning that are here. Those that are traveling, we ask you to bless them and be with them. Oh God, continue to keep us and guide us. Help us to continue to grow in the grace and the admonition of your love. We give you glory and honor. honor. We praise your name and we say thanks in advance. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, let's just continue to worship the Lord this morning. Fade away. Let all the other names fade away. 
Let all the other names fade away Till there's only you Let all the other names fade away Jesus, take your place Jesus, take your place Hallelujah, how about we bless them this morning We worship you, Jesus There is no one like you, Lord Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Can we lift up our voices? Everyone sings it. There is only one name. There is only one name. There is only one name with power to save, with power to save. There is only one name, there is only one name, only one, there is only one name with power to Power to say. Power to say. In one voice, let's lift it up. Sing, Our God. Our God. His champion. He reigns forevermore. Forevermore. Every tongue, every tongue will confess Jesus Christ.
Hallelujah. Can we praise the Lord, everybody? Come on, let's praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Jesus, we worship you this morning. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Praise God. The Lord bless you. Amen. You may be seated if you're able to. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way in this place this morning, O oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. And can we praise the Lord, everybody, one more time? Come on. Let's praise the Lord, everybody, one more time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We're truly serving an awesome God who is worthy to be praised. And we're so glad to be in his presence this morning where we can worship him this morning. Because he's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. We want to take this time out to greet everyone in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We want to welcome everyone in the house of God this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Truly serving an awesome God this morning. Amen. So glad to be in the house of God this morning to praise God this morning. Amen. Amen. We want to thank everyone for coming out this morning. Amen. In spite of the weather that we're having. Well, we, we, we're having good weather here in the New Jersey area. Amen. Not many people can talk that way. I was in uh, Connecticut yesterday and almost get caught in the snow up there. Amen. It wasn't too bad, but it was drivable, you know, for those of us that were able to, um, you know, once a year, and we're, we're going to try to do our best to do a much better job doing uh, our advertisement for um, our upcoming events because uh, on an annual basis, we have what is known as Winter Fire up in the Connecticut area. We have it run about the third week in February. And um, in fact, in July, I think, think they're having the Youth Congress in St. Louis, July. I forget the dates in July, but they're having the Youth Congress. So we're going to try our best to do a little bit more better promotion for those that are able to get away. Whenever you can get a chance to go away to these uh, conferences, especially when you're local, I would advise all of us to take the trip. It's worth the investment. It's worth the trip. You know, we got a chance to go away for winter fire. And, man, it was such a powerful winter fire this year. God truly moved in our winter fire this past uh, couple of days. We had a powerful time. The speakers, everybody was just on point. The music was tremendous. It was a blessing, and it was such a good time we have in the Lord, worshiping the Lord in our, in our winter fire this week. So we thank God for this. I know this coming Saturday we have a, a men's um, meeting up in the Sea Caucus, I think. Um, I think it's from 11 to 1. So if you're able to be there, if you don't have the information, please see Brother Tom. It's always a good time where we can go away. We have a men's uh, meeting. I think once every quarter we have a men's uh, meeting in uh, different sections throughout our region. So see Brother Tom if you need more information. Amen. He can definitely give you more information regarding the men's issues. Um, don't c don't forget this coming week, our upcoming week is our praying and fasting. Um, next week, uh, rather, is our prayer and fasting. We're going to have an all-night prayer in our new building. I'm looking forward for that. It's on the overhead here. We're looking forward for that. We're going to have a great time. If you're able to be out, you're going to definitely be blessed. 
Amen. Come out and be a part of our all-night prayer meeting. Amen. And then just one other thing that I would make mention of before Brother Henry comes up to get uh, ready for the offering. Um, don't forget, I know a lot of us, hopefully a lot of us have fulfilled our pledge with our REACH. Our REACH program goes for two years. Um, this is our second year. Some people have fulfilled their pledge. If you have not yet fulfilled a pledge, we still, uh, you know, pay down whatever you can. And if you already fulfilled a pledge and you want to be able to bless us with a little bit more, we could definitely use your blessing. So be a blessing. Continue to allow the Lord will continue to bless you. So continue to be supportive to our ministry as we continue to worship the Lord. Amen. Minister Henry, come on. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise him. It's offering time, but I just want to um, just want to remind you of one thing before um, our Bible study, our adult um, Sunday school. We have had it going on Saturday, eleven to twelve a.m. because of the COVID. Now we're going to resume that on Sunday, nine fifteen to nine fifty-five. So. Start per very first day we move in September at 12, March 12. So come prepared to, to um, join us. And what I realize, the adult Sunday school is designed to break down the word of God in such a way that no matter who it is, they can understand it. And when you hear the pastor preach, it just gives you more understanding. Amen. So don't think it's um something that you won't enjoy. Just come out and um, as uh, Minister Scarlett preached earlier, come in unity. We are united in um, hearing the word of God. Amen? Amen. It's offering time. I'm going to invite you to stand. We have the instructions on the board. Father, in the name of Jesus, once more we come to you, Lord. Lord, we come to you with thanksgiving and praise. And Lord, you have done so much for us. You have blessed us. You have kept us. You continue to bless us, Lord. And Lord, you continue to work miracles before us, before our very eyes, oh God. And Lord, we are grateful and we are thankful. This morning we come to you and we brought our tithes and offerings to you, Lord. I pray that you bless us. Bless those that have to give and those that don't have to give. Make a way for them, Lord, so they would be able to give. We ask these mercies, these favors in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Come forward with your tithes and offerings, please.
Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. We're going to invite you to stand. Before you stand, we have a guest with us this morning. We want to recognize our guest this morning. Amen. Is it Paula? Man, you, you can clap next to him. I understand you're right in there, Paula. <laughs> you're clapping there. Oh, we're so glad to just raise his hand, Paula. Let us just see Paula. So glad to have Paula here this morning. Amen. So glad to have her. Praise God. I guess that's Sister Orlean. Amen. So glad to have you here this morning. Make sure you come back and visit us again. You know, pastor's here. Our pastor's out traveling this week. So come back and visit us again. We welcome you. So glad to have you here. We pray that God will bless you and be with you. Amen. I'm going to invite you all to stand at this time. Amen. Without any further ado. Amen. In due reverence, I'm going to invite, uh, you know, man of God to us. Amen. Young men that I respect, you know, so happy what God is doing in his life. Amen. You know, I, I refer to him as a young man. <laughs> I, I don't know if uh, I'm much older. <laughs> Amen. But uh, the Bible says, young man, I call upon you because you're strong. Amen. So we're so honored this morning to have Minister Bradley. Amen. What God is doing in his life. Amen. He's going to come on up and minister the word of God to us in Jesus' name. Let's just get behind him and united together as he minister the word of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. If I could sing a song, I would sing, What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me hold again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is that flow that makes me white as snow. No other fountain, I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. We're going to be singing a lot at the new church. I know we are. We're going to get all these old-time songs, and uh, if you know them, <laughs> if you know them, if you know them. And, uh, but give God, give God praise. Let's put our hands together in the presence of the Lord one more time. He's a great and mighty God. We give God thanks. We give God praise. It's just a wonderful experience to be amongst God's people. And I am seeing everyone who are here. It's really a blessing, saints of God, because we don't know uh, the day and the hour that we're living in. I'm telling you, it's happening all over. Uh, my heart breaks for even uh, everyone, if anyone is uh, pays attention to the news that happened, lo well, we say locally, to that uh, Temple, Temple University police officer that was gunned down. It really, it really broke me because the amount of people that were there. So what one life can do and impact an entire community of people, and that's just a, a small percentage of those who live in the, in the Philadelphia, uh, Bucks County area, even further, that he can make such an impact, saints of God. And that's what we are called to do, saints of God, that if God should take us, we want to have not just a number, but people can speak well of how we live because it's really pretty much we can't we don't have the choice of how we were born, but we do have the choice or have the decision or the, our lives is, is structured or it's filtered in a way of how we should lead. And we want to lead saying that we have done God's service. We have fought a good fight, as Paul said, finish our course, kept the faith, henceforth laid, us, laid upon us is a crown of righteousness where the righteous judge the Lord will give unto us and to all that will love his appearing. We want to hear well done. We want to hear well done, thou good and faithful servant. So we give God praise for his goodness. You all may be seated um, in the presence of the Lord. We give God thanks. We 
God, we give God honor for the opportunity for being today here. Um, our pastor is ministering and fully supporting in terms of what God is doing through him. Set a prayer for him while he is ministering in the missions conference in Louisiana. We thank God for the opportunity to allow to minister today with uh, gracious pulpit. Uh, this is of God, and we give God thanks. And it's, of course, Sister Wyatt that is with him and everyone in their respective places that are here. And we give God honor and praise for all that she's done. And we're going to give God praise today from the word of God. And we're going to yet not say not be so long in terms of the, the length of the message, depending on how the Holy Ghost leads. But I know the Holy Ghost is wise, <laughs> and he will know when to stop. Let's all turn our, turn our Bibles to Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 to 3, and verse 7. I believe God is speaking to our church, and God has spoken to me because it's been in my spirit. I give God praise. A sudden surprise, uh, my godmother <laughs> had just stepped in, and I give God praise for her, but give God thanks for God, for God's people being here. It's just a wonderful thing to be in the house of God. So we'll be reading Isaiah 61, verses 1 through 3. I don't also don't want, fail to remiss my lovely wife that is uh, serving in this church already, and I give God thanks. I know that when you are doing the work of the Lord, you know when... Um, you, you have someone that is uh, focused in terms of their uh, what they're called to do is when you don't sit next to them in church. Because <laughs> usually sometimes when people are working in the church, you know, we're all over the place. Not because we want to be, but because we just have to do what God has called us and God has placed us to do. And I give God thanks for her and what she's been to me. I can't say no more. We're just going to get, I can say more. Uh, I can talk a long time, a long uh, amount of time about her and how she has impacted me these past year and a half, and we're going on year two, and we're believing God that we're going to expand the family, and I know everyone's going to praise God for us, but give God thanks for what he's doing right now in the midst. He's, answer, he's a prayer-answering God, saints of God. He's a prayer-answering God. I approved him, especially a situation that happened for her this, this past week. It is only the goodness of God that he has brought us here and i thank god for your prayers upon us let's read isaiah 61 verses 1 to 3 the spirit of the lord god is upon me because the lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise, hallelujah, for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called tree, uh, trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified and let's jump to verse chapter uh, same chapter uh jump down to verse seven and i want you to take note of that scripture because it's a theme of what the lord dealing with me and dealing with i believe in this hour for your shame ye shall have double and for your confusion they shall rejoice in their portion let me just stop right there let the church say for your shame you shall have double, 
and for your confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Father, we thank you for what you have done. We thank you for what you have brought us here. We pray that, God, as I stand before your presence, God, as I minister to you, Lord, that you be approved of what is being said. And, God, I pray the people of God will be, oh, God, you will be glorified through them. And I pray, Lord God, your hand will rest upon a soul who may have not heard of the message of Jesus Christ. And those who are needing a touch from God, needing a word, they have come all throughout the week, don't know what they've experienced. But I pray that you anoint your servant at this time and that your glory be fulfilled and revealed in Jesus' name. Save and deliver and fill someone as you so please. In Jesus' name, let your church say amen. The Lord has given me this thought for you, saints of God, today as we transition into our new building, as God is expanding us, he says, he told me, he's turned my shame. Turn to someone, he's turned my shame. Come on, say with authority, he's turned my shame. Come on, look at somebody else or across uh, from where you're sitting, say, he's turned my shame. Hallelujah. Put your hands together in the house of God. I come to declare to you today, saints of God, that God has not forgotten you. Come on, let the church shout hallelujah. God has not forgotten you. According to Tom, Thomas Nelson's dictionary series definition of shame, it is a negative emotion caused by an awareness of wrongdoing, hurt, ego, or guilt. The Bible describes shame. As a feeling normally caused by public exposure of one's guilt. When we take a look into Genesis, when God created man on the sixth day, when God put Adam to a deep sleep, it was like kind of like an anesthesiology experience for him. The first one ever known to the entire universe, which he created, and took, on what, took out one of his rib and created woman. Genesis 2 and 25 stated, and they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. But then look fast forward 10 verses after that particular verse in chapter 3, verse 10. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself oh has the world changed we see today and when we see two uh the two examples of the dispensation of innocence one living adam and eve living in a free society of any concern and having a good life in the garden in a manner though in moments in that dispensation of innocence one moment or a moments that occurred, they ended up from being in a free, open, and filled with all what was incumbents of the presence of God to now experiencing obscurity, shame, and went into hiding. It became the dispensation of consciousness. One now, the emotion is now exposed to every element that yet proceeded out of the eyes and out of the heart of man. Man became afraid 
man became concerned. Man became to experience emotions never untapped until the experience of falling in the presence of Almighty God. They chose the path that took them from a presence that was endless and presence that was filled with God's presence to now hiding from the Almighty God. Saints of God, in this hour and this day, we're living in a time where there is so much pressure and so much impulse. People's impatience are such at a heightened level and their exposure to evil is at a fast, vast rate that they can't even keep up to understand what is right from wrong. I don't know, saints of God, we're living in a time when moments of a t- of time when you're in the presence of God, you can be yet worshiping God, you can be magnifying God, you can be in a time where you're in deep prayer and intercession, and that very moment when you step out that door, hallelujah, you're seeing the results of one's decision. And when Adam fell and when Adam ate of the fruit, everything that evil that presents itself exposed to your environment exposed to your attention and now you're wrestling in between that you want to yet live a life that is pure and sanctified and separate from this world but now you are exposed to yet the destruction and the evil and the consequence hallelujah of evil that is yet upon us saints of god we're living in a time where people are yet unaware of what they're doing They're filled with so much lasciviousness. That's an open shame. They decided to choose to yet follow the path of darkness and and understanding when light is now hidden before them. Uh, It reveals every manner of evil and every manner of destructible items, destructible thoughts and destructible and damnable decisions. Saints of God, we're living in such a time I even saw and heard of a situation where a famous athlete, he was awesome in his sport. Uh, he is married to a famous actress. And, and for the decision that he decided, his son, who was not from his current wife, but his son decided to choose that he would rather become a girl, rather have her identity, cha- identity change to a female. Uh, We're living in a society, saints of God, where there is so much wickedness and and the hearts of men are so deceived. Hallelujah. Where people are making choices. Uh, Children are making choices uh, and making decisions decisions and not know the consequence behind it. This was a place in the garden which was called like a utopia. It was a perfect situation. And from what was perfect became tragic in a matter of moments where the soul now is exposed to every imagination and wicked heart's decisions. I don't know saints of God today, but I come to declare to you that if you have experienced shame in your life, 
I come to tell you, saints of God, there is a God that can fulfill every desire to remove that shame and that hurt and that yet pain you experience because of what he did and what he decided to take on. He decided to yet cause your life now to be transformed if you believe on him. Yes, Adam was tempted, but temptation is not sin. Yes, it meant he was drawn away by his entice and lust. Yes, the sin was then conceived and fulfilled the act, and then it became finished with that with him. But now the scripture does says in the book of James 1, it says, Then what lust has conceived? It bringeth forth sin, and when sin is finished, it bringeth forth death. And I know, saints of God, that when sin comes, shame now is yet pressed upon your heart. It seems when you have a consciousness, that's the only thing, if you have a consciousness to understand the difference between right and evil, and what is between the good and evil, what is right and wrong, you feel a sense of embarrassment. You feel a sense of disappointment. When you feel a sense of, 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 of anxiety sometimes because you don't know what that will lead into. Of course, we heard the phrase, sin will take you farther than you want to go. Keep you longer than you want to stay and cost you more than you want it to pay. Can you think of the most embarrassing thing you've done in your life or in your Christian walk with God? Can you take the time to consider and reflect on the guilt, the confusion, the pain, the disappointment, most notably the shame one feels. Now that's for any who can recognize that when you have relationship with God, that hurt, that feeling you experience is not so much of a selfish intent. It's that, that the fact that you hurt a holy God for what he did and he took away the damnation over your life, the, the sin, the, the, the condemnation that you were, yet, you were yet sentenced to because of Adam's fell. He yet removed it by going to Calvary, taking on sin, not yet was sinless. And yet, without sin, he decided to take on the sins of the world. And because of yet fulfilling the message and fulfilling the mandate of yet causing sin to yet be under the feet of him. He yet you made you free from sin. And yet now in this walk with God, you now end up in a situation where you come back to that condemnation, back to that bondage, back to that captivity. I wonder what it does to your heart when you hurt the heart of God. I can testify to it because I have many times when I thought I'm going to straight and narrow, but something came my way that caused me to turn a direction that I did not know that was yet fatal, that could have been fatal, that could have been destructive. But I know that shame, that guilt, that disappointment, that embarrassment, that what moment of concern fell upon me. And that, and that very thing that caused me to feel disappointment, to feel the shame, is because of my relationship that I desire to please God. You see, when you have a desire to please God, your desire is that he will be glorified in your life. His desire is that you will be a vessel for him and he will be made known through you. 
Because what we are, we're the hands and feet of God. And many of you, ten of you, some of you may have experienced a time where you feel as if you can't be used by God. Because of the past, because of your concerns and your hurts, and because of your disappointments, and because of the choices that you have made. You feel as if you're not adequate enough to still be used by God. But today, 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 I come to declare to you that he is turning your shame. He's turning around the thing that you felt that would hold you hostage, hold you held back and held captive, held to a point where you can't move forward. Today, you have to decide, I'm going to move past from this place of disappointment to a place of victory, a place of where I am seeing God moving in my life, the hand of God at work in my life. I am believing, God, that my shame is not going to define the rest of my life. The shame of that moment will not define the choices going forward because I've made a decision that today is the day that I will not cause my life to be held back because of those moments of disappointment. Those moments where I yet hurt the heart of God. This is a day, saints of God, of people filled with so much emotion. Thank you. People have been exposed to so many hurts in their life. I can testify. Growing up into the house of God, thinking that it was okay, thinking that because I came with my parents that were saved, I had it all good. I had it all well. That my, my, my whole experience of, uh, of being saved under the realm of, of, of people who yet were devoted to God. I felt it made me kind of exempt from any concerns. But needless to say, I had some of the most traumatic experiences in my walk with God. Because when you contemplate wanting to yet serve God and yet sin or when there is distraction and when there is an opportunity fall into temptation, there is a wrestling constantly going back and forth. And I don't know if anyone can testify to you, but you know that within your flesh, your desire is to get please God, but there is a war entangling inside of you that you did not originate, but it is just something passed down to you, and, and you want to please God, and you want to do the will of God, but there's something inside of you that is fighting against doing what the Word of God says. And, and saints of God, I felt that going to church was good enough, and that's all I needed, and I had got some level of covering and, and got some level of protection. But needless to say, when I decided to serve the Lord for the first time, I began to see some attacks like I've never seen before. When I've chosen to take upon the name in baptism, when I began to experience the baptism of the Holy Ghost at work at the age of 14, I understood and realized that the warfare that I thought was something that was just um, just some type of imagination, when it actually came in my path, when it actually was yet I was fighting within it, I then realized that I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision where I was going to resist and retreat and not get engaged in this warfare, or I actually have to decide that if I'm going to live for God, I'm going to give all my heart, all my thoughts, all my desires to fulfill his word. And even to this day, saints of God, it seems as if some of the things that I've done want to hold me held back and held me to a point where I can't move forward in God. But I had to declare, saints of God, to my soul, 
I cannot say I will not allow my situations to define my future. I could not allow my mistakes to define my walk with God. Saints of God, some of you are sitting here may not understand what is being said. But I trust you, you will come to a crossroads in your life where you feel as if you can't do nothing because you have done so much against the will of God. And you feel as if you're so entangled that God cannot use you. I come to declare to you today that he's turning your shame. He's turning your disappointment. He's turning your troubles into triumph. Hallelujah. He is called to. He is the spirit of the Lord God is upon you. Stop calling yourself I'm defeated. Stop calling yourself I did this and I did that and have every excuse known to man that you can't be used by God. I come to declare to you, say unto your soul, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. Come on, touch yourself and say, I am anointed by God. I have some flaws in my life, but I'm anointed. I have some situations I still got to deal with, but I am anointed. And what is the anointing purpose for? The anointing is yet to preach good tidings to the captive. To preach the acceptable year. To proclaim. That is just proclaim. That's, that's just preaching. That's opening your mouth. You can't do the will of God with a mouth that's closed. You can't do the will of God thinking of what you did last week. Think what you did two months ago. Thinking that what you did 20 years ago. You have to say to yourself that I came to be delivered so that I can deliver somebody else. The assignment of the church is to do this. To preach good tidings unto the meek. To bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captive. And the opening of the prison. Not just to proclaim liberty to the captive, but you have to open the door. So that people can come in. So many times we just feel that deliverance to the captive is one thing. To make them shout is awesome. To make them feel good is great. Give a, an inspiring word and an inspiring message. But you're forgetting to open the doors that they're in prison that they may be set free from. We are called saints of God now. We are seeing people yet feeling uh, uh, an excitement coming to church. Yes, an excitement of hearing good things, but, but they're not being set free of their prisons. And, and this is the warfare that I was entangling, saints of God, that my shame thought I wasn't worthy to cause men to be free because of my decisions that I made and the choices I made. Well, if I did that, man, well, you're going to go through it. No! The thing that I went through, I'm telling you, you don't have to go through because I did. But I know a God that can deliver you and set you free and cause you to walk in triumph and in victory of every circumstances and situations you may encounter. I come to tell you, saints of God, that the message, the messianic message must be delivered today. This message of People being bound and people being yet held captive because of the elements that are in the atmosphere 
It is deeper than you think. It's not just something that can be sung away, somewhat even preached away. It's going to take some hard desire of seeking the face of God to see people delivered, to be people set free, to be people broken of chains and situations in their life to be yet annulled. We have relationships that need to be mended. We have people that need to be healed of past hurts and people to be healed in their bodies because of sickness. We have so much that we are yet yet enticed and yet yet we are yet battling with. But saints of God to declare today, I come to help someone today that if you are going through a situation today, if you feel that your hope for tomorrow is not possible, I come to declare to you that the Spirit of God come to tell you that he's turning your shame. And because he's turning your shame, I'm going to bless you with the devil. Come on, saints of God, say, I'm going to bless you with the devil. I'm, I'm going to cause you to yet cause your morning days to be days of dancing, morning days of sorrow to be days of joy. I'm going to bring back together the things that the locust had eaten and the canker worm and the palmer worm has tried to destroy. I will pour out my spirit upon you. I'm not just going to give you blessings of material. I'm going to give you a download of the spiritual things. You need a spiritual transaction in your life. Accounts cannot do enough. Your soul is at stake. And for God to do a work in this world, he has to put his spirit inside of you. I've said what needs to be said. We can stand right now. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I'm just here to be the messenger, to be the mailman, to say God's spirit is upon you. And he's turning your nakedness and shame. He's giving you power. He's giving you authority to be a child of God. You don't have to hide no more. Hallelujah. You don't have to hide anymore. Christ-centered church is not a church for you to hide. Christ-centered church has been sent from God not to cause men to be concerned of where they are in society. Don't matter how much money you have. Don't how much I don't care what your occupation is. If you have a desire to serve God, you come over this place. Because God is about to do a thing in the earth realm. And you've got to be a part of what God is doing. Uh, I've called upon you because uh, my spirit of God is revealed and has been released into the earth realm. And I need somebody to decide to themselves, uh, are they going to yet choose uh, the path that will lead them to everlasting life? Uh, or choose a path that will make them indecisive uh, to be lukewarm? Uh, we got to come against that spirit of lukewarmness uh, that wants to make people comfortable uh, and feel as if it's okay. Uh, I have an assignment from God uh, that God's will got to be done in the earth realm. Uh, and somebody got to stand uh, and declare uh, that I am what God says I'm going to be. And God has called me. Today is your opportunity to turn your shame 
just to serve that one night stand. Yes, I'm going to places. That moment you had that thought, that thought to have you captive. That boy or that girl or that man or that woman that wants to bring a soul tie to your spirit. Today is the day that you don't have to feel embarrassed that happened 15 and 20 and 10 or 5 years ago. The Lord said, I have come to heal you. I've come to set you free. I've come to deliver you. Because I've come. Remind yourself, the word of God says, he was wounded for my transgression. He was bruised for my iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes. Let your saints, let your soul knows you are healed. Come on, tell yourself you are healed. You're coming church to church and coming service after service and you feel as if you have not gotten your healing. you got to first speak to yourself that I am healed. Because the word of God says I'm healed. Saints of God, hey Ethan, I'm saying, I used to go to conference after conference looking for healing. Some of you missed it right there. I used to go to winter fire after winter fire. I used to go to NAYC after NAYC and still sisters are looking for my healing. But you know, saints of God, when you come to a local church, that's why you have to have a church. You can't be going from place to place. You have to have a home church. You got to have a pastor. And, and I don't know why the whole, well, God forgive me. In the, the notes, God said you need a pastor. Yes, I'm going to say you need a pastor. You need a covering. You need someone to give you instruction. Someone that has been given divine spiritual authority that you will yield your life to. That you will see God's favor and God's blessing and God's manifestation. Do you know it was until Elisha got under Elijah, that's when Elisha began to see more miracles in his walk than his predecessor did? He did more miracles in the scripture, even more that it was not even described, than his predecessor because he yielded himself. He got the, what? the double portion. And the scripture says, and the, and the word of God says today, you're going to receive double for your shame. You're going to receive double for your shame. You've got to decide today. Am I going to be held captive? I myself will not cause my disappointments. Whether that double become of increase in your job, that's one thing. God will do that. But I'm talking about a download of freedom, 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 freedom from torment. Some of you can't even sleep each night. You may have one good week of sleep and then something come and Jesus, you're up and pacing back and forth. You're going to work with so much. Oh, God, I'm so I've been there because I can testify about that. Didn't know if it was what I should be doing is the right thing. God, if you're, if you're really speaking to me. But I come to decide today, saints of God, that if I come to the kingdom for such a time as this, he came to me. He said, there is not great works, but greater works. Not just great works, but greater works. See, that's the fight that you're fighting against. Because he, the, the enemy, the elements of the world, the spiritual wickedness in high places are afraid. There's one thing they're afraid of. Now put the mic down. He's afraid of fulfilling Romans chapter 8. In the verse it says, he said, for the earth groaneth and waiteth 
for the manifestation of the sons of God. That's what the elements of what you're seeing out there that's propagated through these award shows, through, 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 through media. It's afraid of people to stand up and show forth their true image. And the image is Jesus Christ. His likeness must be, you know, you, to have his likeness, you have to really have his spirit for you to have that. You have the image of God. It was tainted because, and the likeness was taken away because of Adam's transgression. You obtain his image, but the likeness you have to get right in his will. You have to cause yourself to say, God, I'm open to your spirit, the outpouring of your spirit to come in me, that I may attain what my first estate was. There's a song we just sang that says, take me back, take me back to the place where I first Receive you. That's an old Andre Crouch song. These are the moments in time, saints of God, that you have to decide to yourself, I'm going to go back to that place where I didn't feel intimidated of coming to church because I did what I did. There are so, oh, i got to share this one thing. Saints of God, there's an incident in, my, in my, my walk with God. I grew up with someone, and I saw them did something outside the church. They're born in the church. They did something outside the church. Now, because I was sheltered in my life, I didn't really know these things could have accomplished. Of people, or young people, do certain things, and feel as because we all, you know, when you're young, you think everyone is just like we're all. It's like happy days, you know. It's an old time show. Like you know, you think everything's perfect, everything's great, but when someone had made a decision and they now their life has changed, and it may appear that they become now a black sheep. You know, uh, a stereotype has been labeled upon them. When I saw that young lady, and I saw her for the first time, Sister Scarlett, if you, I had not felt broken that I felt when I saw that young lady. Because I saw the shame on that face. She had a still, uh, no emotion. Didn't want to come to church. But was missing. I said, what's going on? I, I'm, I'm not privy to what's happening. And this is in the church. When they came, and I didn't know the situation. When they came, I saw the sh- I saw, a, I saw a sight that I didn't want to see ever again when it comes to the house of God. I come to declare, saints of God, when we get to Fort Tennis Court, there may be people that may have an experience in their life that they don't want to come into the house of God. We ain't judging no one because this is the house of healing. The Holy Ghost told me, the Holy Ghost told me that there are certain places, this is, we have, we function not, so a lot of people say the church is a hospital. I understand that. But we can't just be a hospital because sometimes the hospital can't get to the urgency of the matter. We have to function and flow in multi-different capacities. We're a hospital. We're urgent care. We're a grocery store. We're a mall. We're everything. But in that situation, there was an urgency that needed for that young lady. I come to encourage someone. If you have a son or daughter that may feel scarred because of the choices they make, you can be, some of you, I'm not a parent, but I'm pretty, the, the, the pain that as a parent you feel because your children have not followed what you desired for them, it must hurt. I know it must hurt you. I can imagine. But saints of God, don't give up on your children. Don't give up on, listen, when they go into and see what the church that you attend, trust me, they're going to say, man, hold up. I haven't been church in 10 years, but man, when I get in here. People will tell you, it ain't going to feel like any other kind of church. It ain't going to feel like any other kind of experience. You're going to see your children healed. You're going to see your children speak in tongues if they haven't spoken in tongues. You're going to even witness them baptized in our Baptist tree. 
Because that's what God has called us. He's turning our shame, saints of God. If we can get that in our spirit, we can see fulfilled the will of God. Because he is calling now in this hour the manifestation of sons and daughters. Because the Bible says in the last day, says God, I will pour out my spirit. Oh, let the church say all. All flesh. It's available. Let the church say it's available. So just trade your sorrows into more into dancing. The script, the song says, I'm trading my sorrows. I'm trading my pain. I'm laying it down for joy. God bless you. Let's just put our hands together. Is there anyone that needs a prayer? After hearing the word of God today, I just believe being in the Holy Ghost. If you believe that you need prayer today, that you have a, a, a very sensitive subject or situation, trust me, if you don't want for us to, if you feel that it's not an adequate place here because this is a house of healing, a house of hope, talk to any of us. It's a very confidential atmosphere. Listen, this is, this is, a, this is a house, a protection, a place where you can be protected with your feelings. Thank you. God bless you, brother. If you need to be saved, if you need to be baptized, if you need to be healed from past hurts, trust me, this is the hour and time to come. I need just as much healing as anyone else. If you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, if you need healing, if you need deliverance, if you need a touch from God, if you need some help, he will send help, saints of God. He will set strengthen out of Zion. He has come to heal. He's come to deliver. He has come to set us free. The choices we make will not define our future. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Let's pray. If you can find an altar where you are, let's believe God. We need to see wonders and signs. And one of the signs you must see is people healed from their past. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God has come to heal. Heal my sister right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. From the crown crown of her head to the soles of her feet. Hallelujah. 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 Even at your very seat, you can create an altar. Create an altar where you are. If you need God to really answer and hear some of the things you can't overcome. Song says, have you, every, have you many rivers? Seem uncrossable. Have you many mountains you can't tunnel through? God will specialize in the things that seem impossible. Come on, the choice is yours today. It's yours today. Come on, you don't have to, you don't have to remain the same. You don't, have to, you don't have to stay the same. You don't have to remain in that place of disappointment and hurt and pain and sorrow. You can be healed. You can be set free. Hallelujah. God has come to set you free. God has come to set you, make you heal, to make you whole. He's going to turn your shame. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is anyone else here? Hallelujah. Today is the day of salvation. When you heard the scriptures that says, He come to bring you deliverance. He come to bring you deliverance. He come to set captives free. Hallelujah. Come on, this is an opportunity to make Jesus your choice. Come on, you have moments in your life where you feel as if you can't move forward because you've disappointed him, but he's turning. He's forgiven you. He is he has not forgotten you. Hallelujah. 
God has not forgotten you. God has not caused you to remain the same. You're more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Come on, this is the opportunity that if you not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in the pardoning of your sins, come on, this is the day of the day, day of salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the day that God has called you. Hallelujah. Reach out and touch the Lord as he passes by. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't allow the mistake to define who your future. Don't allow any mistake to define your future. Hallelujah. We magnify you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We're here to travail with you. We're here to travail with you. Hallelujah. Come on, this is your opportunity to hear the word of the Lord and decide. We have water here. What does hinder you for you to be baptized? Why wait today? Why wait? Why wait? When God is moving, when God and the water is troubled, you can make a decision and transform your life because you have decided to accept Him as your personal Savior. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can be set free. Today is a day. We're offering salvation. Before I drop or put down this, this microphone, if anyone wants to give their life in the pardoning of your sin, in the repentance, and in the baptism in water in Jesus' name, please, by the indication, lift your hand. We can baptize you today. We can baptize you whenever that you feel you're ready. But do not allow this opportunity to pass by. After hearing the word of God. You're in the hands of God. You're in the hands of God. He wants to use you. He wants to fulfill his word in your life. May God bless you all. May God bless you all. Yes, Lord. You're, you are by chance dismissed in Jesus' name. But we're here to continue to worship the Lord in, in the beauty of his holiness. Hallelujah.
Sacramento. Yeah. 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 Yeah